Welcome to the A&A Podcast, the Catch-All Christian Podcast where we talk about Jesus, apologetics, theology, and more. We hope to provide a biblical perspective on issues facing young adults today and pray our conversations would draw you closer to the heart of Jesus through each episode. Welcome to the A&A Podcast. everyone and welcome back to the NA podcast. I am Ashley and today I'm not joined by anyone. Tis just me. You're having to put up with a lot of Ashley content these days but you know you want to lose some. Um, in the last two episodes of our average apologist videos Anya and I tackled the question of what do we do or how do we deal with doubting our salvation. So uh, if you haven't listened to those I'd recommend going to listen to those or watch them on YouTube since we're on here now. And today I am going to cover um, dealing with doubts in a more, uh, on more scientific grounds, if that's what I should say. I should back up. So this actually, this episode came about um, from an Instagram DM that we received right before we filmed our two last year videos on archaeological and historical evidence for the Bible. Um, and I just want to read a little bit of this DM that we got because it's so lovely and this is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. However, before I do that, I'm going to read the verse that we read last time. We'll just, you know, I'll read it. Uh, it comes from Romans 8, 38-39. It says, For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Such a beautiful passage. We know that our if we have a firm foundation in Christ, he will not forsake us. His hand is tightly around us. And so I think as we get into this topic... That's an awesome thing to take into uh, to take into consideration. So let me go to this DM, uh, and I believe what was the oh so we put out this thing about um, questions relating to the evidence of the Bible, and um, I just want to read a little bit of this. I've been having some serious doubts, and there are definitely specific arguments against Christianity that actually really freak me out. There's a lot of stuff concerning the authorship and origin of the Pentateuch books, as well as events, people, etc., as recorded in the Old Testament, supposedly not lining up with historical records. Um, often things not being completely wrong or being kind of out of order or seemingly told in a more convenient way as to lend to a more cohesive narrative, if so remember right. Also stuff relating to general scientific consensus on archaeological anthropology, archaeological anthropology, geology, etc., as it relates to the age of the earth, history of human development, stuff like that. Um, so that's just a little bit the basis of this episode. In today's world, and it's always been like this, there is lots of things that, there's lots of noise that Christians hear. Um, sorry if you heard that, there's a dog shaking. I don't know where he is. So I, first I want to just say I'm so thankful that this woman reached out to us and put her heart out there, to, uh, brought these serious doubts to us and was freely, freely shared them with us because I think a lot of times, sometimes, I shouldn't say a lot of times, um, Christians will come with doubts and they'll be shot down right away or they'll be like just pretty much like hushed up like, oh, we don't talk about that. Like those are silly. Like let's just breeze over them. 
they're really discounted. And I think that can lead to a lot of hurt. Recently, um, I met a woman who is searching and she went to a pastor and he basically shut her down. She had questions and she got shut down. And that grieves my heart so much. As Christians, if we believe that God's word is truth and that's the basis for our lives, we need not fear these doubts or these things that come up. Um, the truth will always stand firm no matter what it is. And so I think that's been something that's been really comforting to me. Um, but also something, again, that it makes me so sad when other Christians are so fearful of the questions. And the awesome thing about Christianity is that it can stand up to scrutiny. I believe it can. And time and time again, it's proven itself um, to be legit. <laughs> and so um, I just want to talk about a few ways or a few things that have helped me dealing with doubts because I have had doubts. You know, like some things don't seem to add up and then you can take some digging and it can be really uncomfortable to do that. And you can get shot down. You can have bad experiences with other Christians who are trying their best but are maybe fearful. And I think that fear gets the best of us sometimes. And that's one thing that I don't want to happen. I don't want Christians to be fearful about their beliefs being scrutinized. <laughs> Again, because if we believe that it's truth, it'll stand up to scrutiny. So all that being said, let me dig into a few things that have helped me and hopefully they'll help you too. The first thing that has helped me greatly is talking to Christians who know so much more than I do. <laughs> so much more. And that's a lot of people because I don't know much. I don't. And so I think when these doubts come up, I can maybe inflate myself. I'm not speaking to anyone else. I, I'm i very prideful. And so I can kind of inflate myself and say, well, if I don't know the answer to this, then it must all, like, it just must, the answer must not be out there. When it's like, no, Ashley, you know, like, this much of the world, you know about that much. And so talking to other Christians who know more than I do, who are more wise than I am, and who maybe um, have specialties in areas that I don't, or gifts in areas that I don't, I think of apologists, like, um, one of my professors at Bible school was a awesome, awesome apologist, um, or even like biblical historians are great sources. So I think that's the first one. Go to people that you know and trust and ask them. Um, and if you're shot down, ask someone else, <laughs> ask someone else. I also think another thing that's helped me is recognizing there's so much that I don't know and that we don't know. Science is always evolving it literally is never settled, despite what we have been led to believe in the last few years. Heck, we even just found a new organ. Uh, it's called the, let's see, I wrote it down, interstitium. If you want to look that up, the interstitium, I'll spell it for you. I-N-T-E-R-S-T-I-T-I-U-M. Interstitium. Uh, in 2018. And how long have we been studying the, bo the body for? Like, a long time. So that was, how long was 2018 go? Six years ago? Oh my gosh, I graduated in 2018. I'm shook up. Anyway, um, six years ago, we just found a new organ. I think that is just crazy. Like, we think that we know so much, but there's so much more to learn. It's not crazy for me to believe that there might be a scientific discovery coming down the pike that revolutionizes the way that we currently view the age of the earth, the formation of the universe, etc., etc., etc. So, I think there's this big thing in the Christian community about old earth, and young earth. Old earth is a theory that the earth is millions and millions and millions of years old and this kind of lines up with like the contemporary view of the universe. 
Um, and then the younger theory is one that says the earth is like 10,000 years or less old. And so I wholeheartedly believe you could be a Christian and believe in either one of these. I think this is a secondary issue. It's not a salvation issue. I do believe that the old earth poses some problems when we uh, look at Genesis. That's a story for another time. And I guess we kind of talked about that on um, the episode about the Ark Encounter and stuff. But we'll talk about it again another time because this is a big issue. And I know that um, the dating of the earth has led many Christians um, to question, well, if this isn't, like, if the earth really is old, then what do I do with that? Anyway, the things we know and are able to observe about the natural world have come very far, but there's still much to learn. Sometimes we think we're smarter than we really are, and it takes humility to realize that there might be things in this world that we don't know. And I don't want to say that in, and sound snooty or discount people um, for their legitimate concerns. I don't want to do that because, again, I believe that these concerns um, they're these concerns can have logical conclusions <laughs> and there's, there's answers to these concerns. So I don't want to say like, well, just be humble. <laughs> like, I don't want to just, I don't want to say that because that doesn't help anyone. That doesn't help anyone to say, well, if you were humble, you wouldn't have these questions. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say, let's take a step back and look at our, like, look at our minds. Do I know everything? Okay. No, maybe there's something that I'm missing here. So that's that. Another thing that um, has helped me is realizing that majority does not dictate truth. Just because the majority of some fancy people agree on something does not automatically make it true. At one time, the majority of physicians thought bloodletting was a great form of care. But we know now that it's not. We know now that was not good at all to just bloodlet people and let them bleed out on the table for medicinal purposes. And so... There are many things in this world that the majority of people may believe in, but that doesn't dictate the truth. So if we look at all these scientists that say, yes, this is true and whatever, um, we can say, okay, you, you might all believe that, but is that true? Just because um, many people are saying something does not make it true. There's actually this experiment um, done and this, so this is a tangent, but it kind of goes, it kind of goes well. So there's this man who was entered into this experiment and he thought that everyone else in the room was also part of the experiment was also being experimented on I should say um but it turns out he was the only one being experimented on all the other people were people off the streets the streets off just off the street and they were told um that when the person up front would hold a picture of an apple they were told to say this is a banana and so um the teacher held up the paper I don't know if it was an apple or an orange I think it was an apple. The teacher held up the paper and said, what is this? And every single person in the room that was told to say this said, it's a banana. And it came to the man who was being experimented on. And he was like, what? So when it came to be his turn, he said, it's a banana, even though it was an apple. And so I think that's like a good example to show that majority does not equal truth. The majority of the people in that room, when shown an apple, said, that's a banana. But that doesn't make it true. Um, I think... Sorry, there's a dog coming near me. Here, dog. You want to sit here? No? Okay. Um, I do want to add that I think today credentials are a huge thing. So people can go to school for years and years and years and come out and like think that that means that they rule the world a little bit. Um, when that's just not the case. People can go to college for a long time and still know nothing. 
<laughs> and so I think in a world that tells us, well, you don't have the credentials to be talking about this, we need to take a step back and know, well, I might not be a biology major, but I know basic truths about biology. And so I think just putting that in view too is maybe helpful or has helped me too. Um, this kind of, this next point kind of goes back to what I talked about in the beginning and it's talking to people who know more than I do. This might seem to go against my last point, which was people with an education don't always know things, <laughs> but I'm not bashing the intelligence of fancy people. There are a lot of people who are highly talented and know a lot of things that are more trained in nuances of the world than I am. I'm just saying getting a degree does not automatically make a person a leading authority on truth. So that's what I want to say on that. Another thing that's helped me is recognizing that there is bias all around me and everything I read, watch, and consume, there is bias. Every single thing. Uh, scientists who diss Christianity and scientists who support Christianity both function under biases that could color observations, studies, and informations. Often I'm tempted to believe science is beyond corruption and bias, but that's just not true. It's not. Um, and so I, I think it's, it's important to not just be critical of Christianity, but everything in the world, <laughs> everything in the world we need to question. Another thing that's helped me is to think about the things that I do know. Sometimes I let one doubt overshadow the wealth of things I do know. I kind of think of it like this. Um, if you're running a marathon and you come to your last mile, that last mile might be so daunting. But when you look back at all the miles you just did, that last mile doesn't seem so big. And so I think, um, at least for me, when I have these doubts rolling in my mind, they can just snowball and snowball and snowball. And if I just take a look back and say, look at all these things I do know, I'm kind of like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Like, yeah, I have this doubt, but I can work through it. Um, so yeah. The last point I want to say is this. Objective truths exist. In a world where subjective truths rule the land, hold firm to the promise that there are objective truths out there. They just need to be found. Uh, I think in today's world, we, we've seen... It's just constantly around us. My truth is my truth and your truth is your truth. And it can be different. We can have different truths. That's just not reality. There is objective truth in the world. Yeah, there's subjective truths. Like my favorite ice cream is vanilla. Yours is chocolate. But there's objectivity in reality as a whole. So um, like the earth is the third planet from the solar system. That's an objective truth. I don't just feel that way. I'm I don't want to, like, if someone comes to me and is like, well, my truth is that the earth is only, is a second planet away from the sun. That's just not true. Like, we can have subjective truths, like, again, the ice cream thing, but we can't have ob subjective truths in everything. Does that make sense? Not everything is a subjective truth. <laughs> um, there's more objective truths out there than we, we recognize. Uh, yeah, that's what I want to say about that. I want to encourage you Christians, if you are, um, engage in some serious doubts right now. Know that you're loved by Jesus and that he sees you there. Um, know that there is truth to be found and keep searching for it. Um, dig through sources. Talk to people you know and love. Um, bring those those doubts to trusted friends. I think the worst thing we can do is isolate ourselves. That's the worst thing we can do. Um, I don't know if any of that was helpful at all. Please DM us if you have any questions. I know that the DM that I read... Um, was more dealt more specifically with certain issues and I'd love to get into those another time um I think this was just some general information to talk about so anyway thank you for listening to me today uh please leave a like a comment a subscribe 
if you're listening and watching on YouTube. If not, leave a like and a comment on Apple or Spotify or whatever podcast platform you listen to us to. We'll talk at you next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the A&A Podcast. Please consider leaving a like and a comment on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts so others can find our show and get connected to Jesus. You can stay connected with us both on Instagram and YouTube at AAPod2022. Again, that's at AAPod2022. Have any topics you'd like here discussed or questions you'd like answered? DM us on Instagram. Business inquiries can be emailed to us at aandapod 22 at gmail.com again that's a and a pod 22 at gmail.com may the lord strengthen and bless you today and always